You're listening to a podcast by the National Committee on U.S.-China Relations. Secretary of State Antony Blinken plans to travel to Beijing this weekend, the first U.S. Secretary of State to travel to China in five years. Why is his visit to China so important at this moment? Stay tuned, and we hope you enjoy. Hi, Susan. Can you just briefly introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Susan Thornton, and I currently work at、uh, Yale Law School's Paul Tsai China Center as a senior fellow. But I spent almost thirty years as a career diplomat in the U.S. Foreign Service. How long has it been since there have been high-level meetings between the U.S. and China? Well, there have been some high-level meetings all along between the U.S. and China. Most recently, of course, last month we saw a meeting between the National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and Wang Yi, who is the senior-most person in the Chinese system in charge of foreign policy. That meeting was unannounced. It was held in、uh, kind of closed-door secrecy, and we found out about it only afterwards. But it was a very productive meeting, according to the participants.、Uh, before that, of course, we saw the meeting between the two presidents in last November.、Uh, was really the first time that、uh, President Biden and President Xi Jinping. Had had a chance to meet face to face after the COVID nineteen pandemic, and since President Biden became president, of course, they had known each other prior to that.、Uh, and we've seen a couple of other meetings.、Uh, Janet Yellen met with her counterpart on the margins of a G twenty meeting,、uh, and so there've been some other contacts,、uh, of course, also between our embassy in China and. Chinese counterparts in Beijing and also in Washington, similarly, but really not the kind of tempo of meetings that we've seen in the past between、uh, the world's two biggest powers, and certainly not the tempo of meetings that you would want and expect to see between the world's two biggest powers、um, when we have so many issues to discuss and the world is getting increasingly complicated. So, given this context, why have high-level communications between U.S. and Chinese officials deteriorated or slowed down to the pace that we currently see? Well, I think there are really many reasons. I would put at the very top of the list of reasons,、uh, you know, an exogenous act of God, which is the COVID nineteen pandemic. I think people have already forgotten about the sort of traumatic effects of that period of isolation and confusion and chaos and trauma,、uh, but it really did prevent、uh, communication on many many levels, including、uh, really undercut the kinds of communication that the U.S. and China and other countries are used to having. In person, and a lot of diplomacy has to be done in person. You can't do everything over Zoom.、Uh, of course, that's not the only reason why things have deteriorated. Prior to the COVID nineteen pandemic,、uh, U.S. China relations were already in free fall.、Uh, I would say that things had started to get a little bit more. Testy at the end of the Obama administration, as there were concerns about things like the South China Sea, things like human rights.、Um, but then, you know, during the Trump administration, things really deteriorated sharply with the launch of、uh, President Trump's trade war against China, imposition of 
tariffs and a whole range of actions that were seen by the Chinese and I think objectively were uh, very unfriendly to to China. And so I think, you know, that in combination with the COVID-19 pandemic, then the Biden administration comes into office, inheriting this uh, very difficult communication situation with the Chinese and also this you know, very uh, hawkish policy uh, toward China, really a 180 degree change from the strategy that the U.S. government has been employing uh, with respect to China over the last four decades. So, um, you know, and dealing with a lot of other crises, actually, when they came into office at the same time. So I think there are a lot of reasons why the communication has fallen off so sharply. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I personally would want to put COVID-19 at the top of the, of the stack of reasons. So why is Secretary of State Blinken's trip to China so important at this moment? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, we haven't had a Secretary of State go to China for almost five years, which is kind of incredible. Um, since 1979, uh, we really haven't seen anything like this kind of a hiatus in our diplomatic communications by our sort of top diplomats. Um, there are a lot of reasons and idiosyncratic uh, situations that gave rise to this hiatus, but I think, um, you know, going there for the first time in five years. There's a lot about China now that we don't know that will be unfamiliar. Uh, there's a lot of things that have changed in China that we haven't really caught up with, I think, on an official basis in the U.S. government. And so I think um, it's very important symbolically for our top diplomat to go to China. Uh, their diplomats have come to the U.S. on multiple occasions since we've been there. So just from a protocol perspective, it's extremely important in terms of conducting diplomacy that visits be regular back and forth. Um, but I also think we've gotten into a pattern with the Chinese where meetings produce bad outcomes and negative actions on both sides. And uh, meetings have been sort of played up in the politics in both uh, countries so that the stakes of even just meeting, never mind what you're going to talk about or try to achieve, has been overblown. And uh, there's been sort of huge expectations put on just the mere fact of getting together, which is making it more difficult to conduct diplomacy between the two. And I hope that this visit, first one in five years, of course, it's going to be unusual and it's going to be freighted, but I hope it can start a more regular cadence of diplomacy, which I think any reasonable person, no matter how you feel about China or what you think about our policy toward China, would say that the U.S. and China as the two biggest countries in the world, most powerful countries in the world, um, you know, having a lot of responsibilities for global structures and global governance and public goods need to be talking on a regular basis, no matter how they feel about each other. And it's just a level of maturity that we're going to have to expect from these big powers and that they're going to have to display. And I hope that Secretary Blinken's trip can manage to convey to the world that these are two countries that, even though they don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, 
can conduct professional business together. Yeah, so your last statement kind of can be counted as a good outcome, but just to elaborate further, what are the US and China, in your opinion, or observation looking to gain from this visit? And what would a good outcome of this meeting look like? Yeah, I do think, as I said in my last statement, that just conveying that kind of ability to conduct professional diplomacy um, is very important. And it's not just important for the US and China, it's important for the whole world. I think, as I mentioned earlier, the world is facing a lot of very complicated challenges, and we are going to face unprecedented uh, kind of challenges and dangers in the coming couple of decades. Uh, in my opinion, most of those very serious and urgent challenges are going to come from transnational issues, not from nation state threats. Although, of course, nation state threats are all top of mind now in the wake of Russia's Ukraine invasion. But I do think that that is going to be looked upon in hindsight as uh, more of a anomaly than, um, you know, a common thread that's going to continue to plague us going forward in the coming decades. I think transnational issues, climate change, pandemics, um, the advent of uncontrolled new technologies that are going to be quite uh, difficult to manage, um, and other kinds of things like migration, etc., are going to really be the biggest problems that we're going to have to face. And we're going to have to not, I mean, we're not going to be able to face them as one country. We're going to have to work together with other countries. And I think the U.S. and China will have to find a way to get together on these things. So that's how I see things evolving over the medium term. Uh, but in the short term, I think it would be a success if Secretary Blinken's visit can usher in some uh, discussion about the need to uh promote stability in the global system and how are the US and China going to work to shore up the confidence in global institutions, in global governance, um, and in, in nation state governance for that matter. I mean, we're, I think that the capabilities of governments to manage um, problems uh, is seen to be eroding by many people. And so I think countries like China and the U.S. need to work together to shore up confidence um, among their populations and the global population that governments can handle problems. So I hope, I mean, that sounds very abstract, but I hope that that kind of air is what can be projected coming out of this meeting. I'm sure they'll talk about specific problems. I mean, we have a lot of tensions right now in the Taiwan Strait, um, and any kind of conflict there would, of course, be catastrophic. So hopefully we can have some good discussions and have better understanding over those issues, at least. Um, also, the war in Ukraine obviously needs to be um, uh, tackled in some form or fashion. We need to get to some kind of end of the fighting and in onto a, a political settlement discussions. And hopefully they'll talk about that. Um, but I think, and there are a number of other issues they'll discuss. Um, I don't expect them to resolve any of those issues, obviously, but uh, just a professional and uh, kind of constructive conversation about these issues would be would be excellent, in my view. If you enjoyed this discussion, listen to Preserving a Legacy of Liberty and Peace in the Indo-Pacific with Admiral Aquilino on NCOSCR interviews wherever you get your podcasts.